Good morning, everyone. This is Judith A. Cope. You're listening to Mad Love. Welcome to your daily devotional of sorts. I appreciate you listening. We've had a surge of listeners. Again, the analytics aren't that great. I don't have a great idea of where you are, what you're listening to, but I do appreciate you listening. And wherever that is, please go ahead and hit those five stars, subscribe, share. I appreciate it. Um, so today's mini lecture, <laughs> uh, or at least observation, I feel like this is just a stream of consciousness and just about the thoughts that I have that I think can help people. And uh, if it can help me, I feel like it can help you. And that's pretty much why I do the podcast. And so today's thought is emotions. You know, a lot of us grew up in households where your emotions were not welcome. You know, uh, I know that the younger generations, the uh, participation trophy generation, they had parents who were more, you know, they had tough parents like me and they were more, you know, your every thought is so deep and important. Uh, I'm not sure that's healthy either, but, uh, you know, I think that causes you to be overly emotional. And then growing up the way I grew up, it was sort of like, you know, you just tamp things down because nobody's interested. Nobody really had time for that, (laughs) you know. Um, And I was probably more sensitive. I'm creative. I mean, I'm a feeling person. So it wasn't like you could get over on me. I knew something was going on, whether you wanted to talk to me about it or not. So, you know, you just didn't get a lot of conversation. It wasn't like um, a TV sitcom. Uh, I didn't have a lot of moments where someone came in and, you know, chatted me up about how I felt. So it's weird to grow up and you you look around and you see all these emotionally damaged people. But here's the thing. You can control that. You can fix that. Um, And control might not be the right word because whoever controls your emotions controls you. But you can heal your emotional damage and you can um, learn how to harness that energy and use it in your life to get the things that you say you want. Um, because we're all these big balls of energy and we have all of these thoughts and feelings and emotions. And I think a big part of the problem in the world right now is we just simply don't know how to express them. You know, yes, it's wonderful when you can tell somebody you love them and they can say it back. But I've run into a a large number of people who can't say it back. And it's not because they don't feel it. They just can't express it. And then you got the other side of the um, spectrum where they express everything. You know, they just over express. And I think that's why, you know, people are starting to turn on social media because it's like, first of all, it's fake. But second of all. You know, it's like, I, I don't need to know your opinion or your thought or your everything you think isn't that interesting. And so you get a false sense of reality because you feel like you can post everything on Twitter and it means something, you know. Uh, yeah, it's just it's not real. And it's just social media has just become one giant thirst trap. Everybody's trying to get famous on it. And I'm not sure why. Or there's a lot of phony baloney stuff on there. You know, all of those. I can't tell you the number of people who were so in love and all these pictures and how great. 
everybody was. This is the the man or the woman of my dreams. This is great. Love, love, love. And then the next post about, you know, three months later, uh, you know, that person has been like completely obliterated from their social media. (laughs) You can't find them anywhere. (laughs) I think it's uh, weird and fake. So yeah, but back to my original thought, which is you have to be able to control your emotions and how you feel. And no one will teach you this. They don't want to teach you it in school because it empowers you. And school is not about empowering you. School is about making you conform so you can grow up and get a job and pay your bills. And that's important. It is important in a democracy and in an economic-based society to be able to pay your bills and contribute, no doubt. But the skills you really need to live, you're going to have to pick them up on your own. And one of them is... Um, what I'm talking about, you have to learn how to control your emotions. You have to learn how to harness that energy and you have to learn how to express them because people won't know how you feel if you can't tell them. And if you can't tell, tell me how you feel, that means you're not in touch with how you feel. You may not even know how you feel about something or someone. And to me, that's just living half of a life. It's not authentic. It's not immersive. It doesn't feel nourishing. You're just doing time. You know, and who wants to live like that? Mariah Carey had it right. You got me feeling emotions, you know, and I'm not saying all your emotions are going to lead you to the right places. Sometimes they'll take you down roads you didn't want to go. But that's part of a, a fulfilled life. You you discover things about yourself. You learn things about yourself and you will find once you harness your emotional energy in an effective way, the world starts to look different. You know, you start trusting your gut instinct. Something told me not to go down there. Something said, just go to the doctor. Something said, just, you know what I mean? That That's the emotion. And I think that's your pathway to God or the universe or whatever you call it, your higher self, whatever you call it. That's how you connect. It's with your feelings. They told us that in The Secret. And I can get why you wouldn't get it if you watched it because... They simplified some very complex thoughts and then it seems like it's oversimplified and then you do some more study in quantum physics and you realize, oh, they're spot on. It's just that's not an introductory type course. This is this is not introductory knowledge. You have to really be living a self-examined life to be able to transform your life. Okay, so if you're not in touch with your emotions, like yesterday, I was talking about the friend. Uh, friend is overstating it. We went to school together. We were classmates. And one of my friends was so upset. And I was like, you you can't control him. You can't change him. And your um, care for him is, it has to be compartmentalized because he doesn't seem to care that much about his own health. And it sounds cold, but you can't control another person. And you can't control how they feel about themselves. You know, the goal of every human being, I think, is to fall in love with yourself. That's the greatest love story ever told, because we we're constantly going out in the world, hoping people will love us for who we are. But in reality, that's like when you're thirsty. Yeah, you can drink a soda. Yeah, you can drink. I don't know, whatever. One of these energy drinks, all this garbage people drink. But what your body really wants is water because that's what your body is made of. 
So it's, it, you know, it's the same principle. Yes, you can go out and try to find somebody to make you feel sexy or make you feel smart or make you feel, but at the end of the day, when they turn their attention to another direction or you stop feeling the way you feel about them, then what? You're back at ground zero because you're not in love with yourself. The love story that matters the most is the one you have with you. And that energy then attracts someone who feels the same way about you that you feel about yourself. So if you're wondering why you keep attracting somebody who, you know, ain't the one and not everybody's abusive, but say you, you do attract someone who is a verbal abuser. Okay. Listen to the way you talk to yourself. You know, I know people who I'm so stupid. I've never said that to myself. That sounds harsh even to myself, my own ear, you know, but if you admonish and chastise yourself like that of course you're dating somebody who's mean to you of course you married an abusive person someone who's not nice to you someone who kind of low-key doesn't like you you got to pay attention to these things and they're not going to teach you it in school you've got to figure out your path your journey uh amazon has a ton of books on self i don't know what is is this self-help i'm not sure but I read Wayne Dyer, I read Tony Robbins, I read uh, Joe Dispenza, um, which I would recommend to start with. Uh, my, my entry to this type of work was Leo Buscaglia. Um, very 70s, very hippie type writing, <laughs> but it's what I needed. And I, my mom actually got me a copy. She had a copy and I read it my whole Christmas break. I want to say my junior year and of college and, um, in a very loving and sweet move, uh, she bought me my own copy and I took it back with me to college and I really implemented some of those thoughts and adopted them as my own. And, I would recommend finding something that you connect with, a writer that you connect with, if you're not happy. If you're happy, even if your person is a verbal abuser, if you're happy with that person and you're happy with yourself, God bless. No one can tell you how to feel. If that's what you dig, good for you. If you're unhappy, if you want to make changes, if you want to transform your life, if you want to make a quantum leap from A to B, you're who I'm talking to. And you've got to find an author that you connect with. There are tons of books in this space. And I would start with, you know, uh, self-help, self-actualization, emotional intelligence. Um, because a lot of times we get wounded by other people because they haven't dealt with their shit. And it has nothing to do with you, but it makes you feel some kind of way. And eventually, when you do enough of this work, you're able to take some of those um, things that would hurt you or offend you or upset you and realize it's not you, it's them. You know, when you tell somebody you love them and you can feel that they love you back and they can't say it back, that's a them problem. That's not a you problem. But, but by the same token, do not then go double down on trying to be in a relationship with somebody who is emotionally crippled because that's just going to mess you up. Because you're going to constantly take all your energy off of you, off of your kids, off of your goals, off of your parents, off of your family, and put it on this person because you're trying to win them over. 
So don't do that. Pay attention to you. Focus on you. Recognize when a problem is them and when a problem is yours. If it's theirs, let them have it. Let them fix it. You ain't got to fix them. It's not your job to fix them. It's your job to be healthy, happy, whole, and ride this thing out. Life is short until it's not. You know, you you may live to be 100, but it's still a finite amount of time. You know, it's still there's you're not forever. <laughs> so, you know, it's important to master these things while you can so you can enjoy your life. We were not put here to suffer or maybe we were. This might be a purgatory. I don't know. But if it's not, <laughs> try to have some fun and uh, you will do your work before you have fun. If you want to have a truly fulfilled life, you will work and you will work hard at it. But I'm here for you. I believe in you. I've done it. I've been working on me for about 25 years, no longer than that, like 30 years. I realized very young, about 18, that I did not have the social skills that I needed to be successful in the world. And I didn't realize that that's the realization I was making until maybe about five years ago. So I know sometimes it sounds like I know it all and I have it all together, but I'm I'm just a work in progress, baby. And I'm proud of it. Take care. Have a great day.
like that. 